Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What a, like, beginning to this record today. Really intense, actually. Amazing kind of initial eye contact that you made with me out out the front of your building. Okay, so context. Um, I'm busy typing away my... Uh, in my lounge, do, 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 mm-hmm. working. I know I've got a podcast going, and then I get a text from Michael. Our Akosa mattress is arriving, <laughs> and I just shut down immediately. I was like, I'm not ready for something of this scale to be delivered to the front door. Yeah, I think anything, any kind of furniture item arriving in your house, you want the day. Like in my childhood, if <laughs> Mum was like, "We're buying a bed." The whole day would be set aside for That's the bed to arrive. That's a full weekend. I'm already, because so the mattress is in a box about a <laughs> metre away from us. And I am, like, it's making me feel uneasy that you haven't unpacked it yet. Because you're like, it's in there, let it go. But it's, like, it's probably been shipped from, well, China, as it says on the packet. Oh, wow. But, but it just has that aura of, like... So it's been in like, there for ages. Yeah, but it could, now it feels like it could be here. Like, I'm imagining a world where a week from today, that is still there in that position. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're putting be. your keys on top of it <laughs> oh, I think you're peeking a little bit Okay so Now I'm holding my mic so close Because you're I so actually for the first time Listened to one of our recent episodes <laughs> You're so quiet And I was going to bring it up I was going to be like Hey maybe you should like Hold the mic closer to your mouth Because you sort of hold it like a cigarette like, Yeah It's sort of like It's like it's this out. It's out it's, here Yeah it's... Anyway And has we're, that we're been going of... on This entire time that we've been back A little bit Wow I, I'm we're, we're improving Every day, yeah, we, and we've been doing it for five years, and there's still places to improve. But got, you know, when you got when you get off the horse, sometimes it takes a while to get back on, back the, on horse. the horse. Yeah, and we are back on the horse. So now. yeah, anyway, Eli arrived at the very second, the like the very second, the Akosa yeah. mattress in its box arrived, and they've been clever. Like it's been designed in Melbourne, of course. Like <laughs> the box has got fucking wheels in it, that so you can wheel the box into your. No way, those wheels are not taking the weight of this. Like. Massive. You, just huge box of latex. I reckon you brought up how heavy it was about five times in the uh, oh. in the lift ride up. Yeah, yeah it was so heavy. Yeah. It was so heavy. But I was dealing with... Were you expecting small talk? I um, had a whole king bed in my hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but this is, this is on the casualness of like e-commerce beds. Like buying yeah. a bed. It, it's like... They drop them off and then they're like, that's yours now. They're treating Work them, it out. They're treating it like a bag of fucking coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, you've got a little parcel downstairs waiting for you. What is it? It's a king size bed. Do you know what is, and I'm already dreading this for you, getting rid of that cardboard box. Nah, it's is heaven. It's a nightmare. It's what? heaven. I, what do you mean it's heaven? Because I am in an apartment block with industrial recycling. Oh, do you just pop it through a slot? Well, no, I have to take the box downstairs, but there's oh. huge bins down there. Oh, cool. <laughs> Cute theme song. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face.
And welcome along to this week's episode of The Mail Guys. When I walked, when I was walking up, I was already thinking of the first thing that I was going to talk about on the pod. Oh, yeah. And then, obviously, the mattress thing happened. That just, like, yeah, the mattress. completely left my mind. But what I need you to know is every single time when I've left this podcast recording recently, because um, there's a bit of a construction happening outside your house, I have... Every time that I've left, been on my phone and just walked straight into probably the most dangerous bit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then sort of looked up and be like, "Oh, uh, that's nothing right." Nothing drives me crazier than people walking around looking into their phones. Like it makes me irate. Don't you do that though? I try not to. Mm. Like, but I will check a little bit when yeah. I'm walking, or if I'm stuck at traffic, I'm trying to do it less because it's like when you're walking around town and someone's like. Got the, they're walking like a cycle lane or whatever, and yes, and you're on a, a, a lime, um, and you're like, I shouldn't really be in here either, either, but get out of the way. People walking on the cycle lane, God, s- some days I just want to be like, this isn't for you, for my bike. <laughs> it's so annoying. Do you get those videos of um, like really aggressive cyclists on your algorithm? No, I don't. They're I kind of like, love they're to. sort of cycle activists. Um, I really want to work out how to. Get the good stuff from my algorithm because I get you got to train that day. Eh? Yeah, I just haven't put in the time. Are you on? The, you're on TikTok, but barely. Oh, just stay, For some stay reason, that way. It doesn't work on my brain like it does most people. I never feel like okay. You're a savant. No, but I will drain so long on Instagram, right? And like watching stories on silent. Do you know what's been buzzing me out? Like, because obviously social media is a really like heavy as hell, heavy as hell place. And like, it needs to be like it's really serving. We should all feel heavy as hell at the moment. But Facebook, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's still like twenty nineteen there or something. Yeah. Like it's just unbelievable. Like it's like, it's like an alternate universe. I'm addicted to people who post kind of just Facebook statuses of just what they're up to. <laughs> so but few of them popped up this morning. And I was like, I was like, oh. I wonder if because like. Because there's very little, like, sponsored content on Facebook as well. Like, because mm. Instagram is, you know, like, genocide updates and and then, like, advertising for, like... McDonald's. McD- <laughs> yeah, <or> like, <laughs> yeah. products. Yeah. This is Facebook is, like... It's, it's, like, back to, like, personal updates and stuff. Like, you don't get any of the sponsored content on Facebook. I get weird stuff on... And it's... I, see, I don't think it's paid to be pushed through. I think it's maybe being pushed through by my other... Internet activity. But I get these weird... Oh, no. Yeah, I get those too. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to say. You, you go first. What I get is, like, people have made, like, a poster for a live-action Disney reboot that has not been greenlit yet, but <laughs> yeah. they've thought of it, and they've it's got the cast at the front, and it's delivered as if it's movie news. So it's as if this movie is coming out, but then when you click on it, it is... A, from a fake group and they've and then if you go onto the page all it is is fake movie posters for like this hunchback of Notre Dame <laughs> reboot that is not real <laughs> it's all that's my Facebook is full or also like video game trailers and it's like oh that was like a cool game but it's actually just by a random person who made a trailer for a game that doesn't exist because I feel like the TikTok algorithm knows you like you know like a therapist yeah in the sense that it's like Hmm, it's interesting you sort of hovered on that video for a little while. Why is that? Yeah. I'm going to delve into that subconscious. I reckon this will scare you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a video of a Komodo dragon eating a python. Mm -hmm. Do you like that? You know, why is that? Whereas the Facebook algorithm knows you like a sort of like 
a distant relative at Christmas being like, you're gay. Yeah. You're like you're these shorts Disney. that are four-way stretch and color and change color in the water. Chubbies. <laughs> Which is chubbies. like, what is something that feels gay but isn't it's necessarily gay? gay. And, yeah. I, and I got now these like, oh, I've got like, these shorts that have built in jock straps in them and stuff. It's just horrific. That blows my mind because this is in the premise for the wonderful promotional material about Thank your you. show, which the tour is on sale now. AliveNation.com. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. So if you're listening to this, buy a ticket. Uh, it blo- Surely the whole point of a jock strap is yeah. to kind of just wear the jock strap. Like if it's built into the shorts, then you're. You're never getting like you're <laughs> the never benefit kind of, of, the benefit of a jockstrap. You're not, and it's one. Of, it's like a costume reveal in the sense that you're getting the worst of both worlds. So you're getting a terrible pair of shorts, yeah, and an annoying pair of a jock an strap. annoying jockstrap. A jockstrap that actually covers most of it up. Because <laughs> I guess what it's going for, right, is the little like I guess the like sexy reveal of like you're like oh I see the strap. Yes, the that gar- person's wearing which a is the strap. modern day garter. Yeah, it is the modern day modern day garter. <laughs> Which at gay weddings, you know, maybe there should be like the. Which can you believe that was going down at straight weddings? The so, the garter being pulled down by the teeth of the groom was that the tradition? Is it so the garter's on the woman? Yes, he pulls off her garter with his teeth, and then does, it get, <laughs> does, does he throw it? Does he throw it? <laughs> does that actually happen? Is that what happens at the wedding? I'm sure I've been to one wedding where they did do the garter thing, but and I did could he not, take I, it off with his teeth? <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't think so. Much. Isn't it sort of the man equivalent? Isn't wait? Is it the man equivalent of the bouquet? Does the bouquet go out to the girls and then does? Am I? Am I? The bouquet is chucked to the to the girlies. I'm all over the bouquet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the garter is slingshotted into the into a, like no way into, into your glass. <laughs> <laughs> all the men stand out with their erect cocks and then <laughs> he tries to put it on like hoops on it. On a, <laughs> and that's what happens at straight Big weddings. Wedding. What is the garter? What's the deal with the garter? We actually have to Google. Maybe this is the fact of the guy because I certainly. I have no idea. Yeah, it is funny that there is sort of no tradition like that yet for gay weddings. I wonder if one has just sort of organically emerged. Um, what's happened? At, like, I, I mean, I would say confetti cannons. Conf- yeah, I'm um, delicious food. <laughs> <laughs> Scrumptious food. <laughs> <laughs> so what is very common at straight weddings is a bouquet getting tossed to the and what is very common at gay weddings is impeccable decisions. It's incredible taste. <laughs> I would say every gay wedding that I've been to, the yours and Colin Brendan's. Oh yeah. The the grooms have greeted everyone at the door. And that feels like And that happened actually at um recent Kyron's wedding as well. Yeah, it did. So okay. Oh my gosh. That's me, the thing. Me forgetting one of the gay weddings. I've been <laughs> the most recent. <laughs> the most weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> They're not listening. Um, okay. These days. Is this, wait, oh, is this okay, the fact okay. of the gay or is this the fact of the straight? Yeah. Chris, uh, Tim, can you quickly make up a <laughs> fact of the straight sting? <laughs> He's not going to do that. No. Also, I listened to the last episode. He didn't put the fact of the gay sting in. Oh. We did, which is our own fault. <laughs> was it us because we talked over We it? talked Well, we kind of started it and then just went on like a 10 minute... Um, Tirade. Yeah, on something stupid. Okay, what is a wedding garter? Oh my god, this article is so long. Fact of the game. During the reception, it's tradition for the bride's partner to remove the garter from underneath the bride's gown with their hands or teeth what? and toss it into the crowd. 
That is so crazy. The Gardatos tradition originated in the Dark Ages. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> when people believed that having a tatter of the bride's dress was considered good luck. A tatter of the dress. They t- Great book title. A tatter of the dress. <laughs> <laughs> a tatter of the dress Oh that is a great book title During this time Crowds of guests Became so lewd That they'd often Follow the couple To their marital bed Ripping at the couple's clothes As a form of Encouragement While hoping to Grab a piece Of the bridal gown As a result The bride and groom Started tossing the bouquet And the garters That held up the bride's stockings As a way to appease the crowd So literally The whole crowd At the wedding Is kind of Auntie Maureen, as they go Auntie to John, that guy that you barely needed, like your friend's new boyfriend yeah. who you just like had to invite. You had to have him there. They all start tearing at your outfit that you've spent like six grand on. Because they're like, we, we, we want to help you get ready yeah. for sex, which you have never had before today. Of course. Of course. That, that is the weird undertone of the straight wedding is like that you haven't had sex yet and everyone's sort of like anticipating mm-hmm. that all to happen and that's what the and the, and so for the guard to do is sort of be a symbol of that and the is, and the performance of like taking it off with your teeth to almost entice your family members that you're about to have sex is just horrific crazy oh my god it makes me so embarrassed is that what the barbecue the day after is meant to be as well so everyone can be like how was it <laughs> I guess so <laughs> Over some steak. <laughs> oh, she's walking with a bit of a... It's <laughs> <laughs> so weird, isn't it? It is so weird when you think about all these sort of things. Yeah. It's weird tradition. I mean, what would be the gay version of that? I mean, of like enticing that you're about to have sex. Um, The grooms um adjust the, the waistband of their underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are the warning signs that sex is about to start? I'm, I'm still so so embedded in like flat culture that it's like... <laughs> the stereo is on and the door's closed. <laughs> a towel is placed underneath the gap of the door. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah someone goes and grabs a roll of toilet paper and takes it to their room. <laughs> <laughs> what is actually tradition at, at gay weddings is that um, the grooms will do a, a very quick walk a shuffle mm. with a towel around their waist <laughs> from their bedroom as quickly as they can to the bathroom and then we know that they are now married. They are now married because they've just consummated. <laughs> they take a, a roll of toilet paper from the bathroom. <laughs> it is so <laughs> humiliating actually. God, nothing worse. Nothing worse. Yeah, there are so many um, signs in a flat that you're about to have um, same-sex intercourse. Mm-hmm. Uh, um like like a long shower, a long shower. <laughs> <laughs> Someone like using the bathroom for a bit, a bit, yeah. Toilet paper being taken away, yeah. a towel, a towel, <laughs> a neck brace, the swing, the harness being adjusted to the roof, hooks, hooks, <laughs> screwdrivers. Yeah, it's weird. I still am like now living alone, just as a couple. Still for me, like the run to the bathroom, I still treat it as if there are flatmates in the Someone's house. Catch I think. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because like we do have like windows in the lounge out to the street, which is like no one has ever been out there. But it does feel like maybe in that five seconds for the first time, someone's watching. Someone's day Women's day are watching. Ready for an exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> Man has sex with the same sex partner that everyone knows about. <laughs> for the first time this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're in our 30s, aren't we? We are. We are in a, we I are. keep looking back at photos on planes. Um, 
when I'm on a plane, like of my face now versus like even like 2019. Yeah. And I've noticed the difference, like, which is, I'm like, I'm definitely like aged. I feel very much like no one's confused that you're in your 30s when they look at you. Me? <laughs> no, me. Oh, yeah. Me to myself. This yeah. Is me saying that to myself. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, I'm just, yeah, yeah um, I'm firm. I'm firm, firmly in there now. Yeah. What What's your feelings on getting a little Botox? Mm. I was like, can I hear a noise? Is someone practicing an instrument? I think so. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. Um, okay, Botox. So, hold on. Are they singing? I'll be home for Christmas. Okay. No, it's definitely sort of a flute, I think. Um, like what? What is? Um, why I'm freaking out about the noise of, of someone else? It's like I have sung at the top of my lungs in mm. this lounge. Yeah, of course. And um, just thinking about how people can hear that. Yeah, my neighbours, sort of more specifically. Um, Botox. <laughs> what were you singing? Oh. A variety of smashes. Um, I'm singing a lot. <laughs> This is actually so embarrassing to Please, remember. you have to share. Is Mrs. Lovett's Worst Pies in London. <laughs> <laughs> From Sweetie Todd. <laughs> but I don't know. How does it go? Hey, Mr. I, Todd. Mr. Lovett, Lovett. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any of the lyrics because it's like a patter song which has got all this really fast like wordplay to it. I'm like, wait, watch you come. Watch you coming. Watch you want to want to wait. Shit, sitting down. Like, I just because I keep watching clips of it. Did you come here for a pie, sir? Yeah. Oh, that was gorgeous. Thank you. You I've, really hit some nice resonance there. I've been listening to it a lot. And I'm getting like into, um, as I as I tend to do, sort of find um, mm. a part, like a, a little bit of, of a musical theatre song. So like the, oh, from Wicked or yeah. um, from Evita. Mm-hmm. My latest one is Worst Pies in London. And oh. I've watched everyone who's ever done the role and um, who's done it best. Oh, have you, I shown you the video of all the alphabets in lockdown <laughs> singing together? <laughs> Wait, is it all off time because it's on Zoom? Zoom? So they each take a line each, but then the, uh, they, do, they do like whatever it's called. Like they all do it. A canon. A canon of that. Oh, I think I've heard, I have heard and that. And then the final one really is like, Oh, it's actually one of those things that might be one of the hardest things to do in your life is those exact notes. Like, I'll never have Mm. the confidence, I think, to sort of imagine being put in that role with just like the musical. Like, you're a beautiful singer, but by no means like have the lungs for Alphaba. But like at the level that you can sing, you've got like 24 hours to get ready to learn and then do the show. And you just (laughs) are ejected straight into that show and have to do it. Honestly, it'd be a great reality TV show. It would be a 24 hour (laughs) Alphaba. There's a knock on the door and you're just grinned immediately. (laughs) And then they're like, you've got 24 hours. Airpods in, learn the songs. Here's your script. (laughs) See what you can manage. And then the show just kicks off. And then you've got like just someone. Yeah, who's playing Galinda? Oh, Kristen Jr. was. Yeah. (laughs) And you just have to like, it's like, it's like, thank God you're here. (laughs) But it's a full scale musical that runs for two hours. (laughs) God. Green like that. Green like that. Hello, Sony Pictures. (laughs) We've got, we need the rights to Wicked immediately. (laughs) Um, It would be incredible. 24 hour alphabet, like green light it now. I want to see it so bad. That's so good. It would be mesmerizing. Mm. Um, 
My bit of the musicals that I always sing, like the isolated part is um, the opening of Little Shop of Horrors when he's like, poor, all my life I've always <laughs> yeah. been poor. It's like such yeah. a good bit of the song. Such- and it's like 10 seconds. But- that... Um- I watched that musical so much because when I first moved to Auckland, mm. I was ushering at Q Theatre and they were doing it. it? Yeah. So I watched it all the time. And that bit always did um, stick out to me. And also, yeah. Somewhere That's Green. I do sing that a lot as well. That is a stunning song. I do suddenly see her all the time. Uh, I actually so would, I'm a dentist. I mean, I actually would love to um, sing at the best of my ability in front of people again. I think it's a thrill. I, I've had that impulse as well recently. <laughs> Maybe we should just yeah. manufacture it. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. we will just make 24-hour alphabet for ourselves. For, us, for our own selves. Just, and just sing at the best of our abilities just for each other. <laughs> just in a room. Just in this room. <laughs> but so we'll just person... book the civic. <laughs> um, and then there's no one in the audience. And we can just walk out and just go for uh... it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just out there going, poor. All my life I've always <laughs> been poor. <laughs> Um, oh my god Back to the Botox question Oh of course I think uh, I, I'm not uh, I wouldn't say no I wouldn't say never mm. I think it's like You've got to be careful I know Like In terms of places That you can get it It can begin to like Shift Maybe How your eyebrows down. work And stuff From what I've been told I'm like Just leathering 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 So much creams And serums On my faces At the moment Yeah um, I'm I've, got a, I've got a firm Six Part, Six part I would say But it's pretty I heard once you go over four It's ridiculous Yeah They're pretty Relaxed Products I will say mm. that And some of them I'm not like I'm like I wouldn't say I'm exfoliating All the time Like I exfoliate Like once a week I barely ever exfoliate Yeah maybe once a week I use those Dr. Dennis Gross um, Like wipes They're fucking So intense Like they burn But They're exfoliating wipes Yeah Oh mm. shit yeah Because it's a chemical exfoliant Rather than a Um Gritty one, which rather than apricot pieces, <laughs> yeah, and that shit get micro tears. Apparently, it makes it worse. I heard Saint Ives. Saint Ives. This is a real shame because, like, I was so into. Well, when when um, microplastics, when that was like these ones have microplastics, and then it was like, wow, this one's just apricot stones. Perfect, <laughs> ripping your skin. <laughs> to That's the only time I ever really felt like fresh. You know, yeah, I, I actually love the smell of it. I have to say, I think. I'm like maybe a week away from um cold plunging. Wow. Like I'm just I just think Are you gonna go to like I saw on Instagram recently there's like a hot and cold room. Like there's there. a sauna and then there's an ice bath right beside it and you just go At where? I don't I think Newmarket it definitely had that vibe in terms I of want how it looks. Les Mills to do it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they're listening if but I'm like they've got the capacity. For a little cold. cold plunge in in their locker rooms. Well, in the in the Auckland City one, they did have a plunge pool, but it wasn't ever that cold. Yeah, I want to. I just keep looking at like Art Green doing it, mm. and like these sort of guys, and I'm just like, there seems to be like, I don't know, it they they feel like they're getting a lot out of life. I saw an article last week that was like, there are no benefits. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Science has proven there are no benefits. But, but the thing that I think it's God, to, science is really... Science is really coming for wellness. It really is recently. And actually, call it down. Call it down. Like a ripper? Yes. I was like, don't fucking take that away from me. No. I, I love feel that feel so smart when I have a ripper. Same. Literally, I'm like... 
Yeah, someone's like, my hey, brain like, feels like it opens up. Yeah. I, we will take sponsorship from them, even though they have been called out by so-called science. Yeah. I, I th- fucking loved it. It's really yummy. And I like the sparkling one in the can. Yeah. It, I will say, I get so nervous opening a can, a fresh can of a wrapper. If you're wearing white. Because I'm just like, if mm. this shit gets on anything, yeah. it's stained to the gods. It's so, because I loved blackcurrant, like a, a Barker's blackcurrant syrup as a yes. kid. And it's so great to kind of have that flavor and have it. Um, blackcurrants are just out there trying to live their best life. Yeah. And then science, like Ribena. Oh my gosh. Back, you know, black, blackcurrants just have a fucking go. You know, that was the, you know, that's, um, Named Jenny, who used to be on Breakfast, who fills on on TVNZ. Yeah, she was. She was the girl who took down. Who took down Ribena? Is that how she got onto Breakfast? Yeah. Wait, because she was a teen when she took down Ribena. Right? Yes, she was. So, so she did that. Got a lot of exposure, and then yeah, that was actually crazy. Like, was, when that went down, I remember being like twelve or whatever, yeah, yeah. being like, "Mum, you got to get a load of this Ribena story." Well, also it made me go like, "Okay." My science project could change the planet <laughs> because look what she did. <laughs> Were you a big science um, fair? Science was that science fair? Is that what it's called? Uh, science. What's it called? What was that called? Not the Australian science competition. The one with the one with the, the, one with the three the board and yeah. the title that you slot, slot into the top. top. Um, yeah, she I, would, I would only buy for speech exams. For some reason, every time we did a speech for like. Um, like there's like a royal school Shakespeare of like um speech speech and drama speech and drama yeah 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 we you do did, one of those whenever we did a speech for some reason it was like you have to have a board and then you have to go fucking crazy decorating the board like not just paint stick shit on have things open up lights like people would go fucking mental on it wow um and it was a big highlight of my year actually I just always thought that was just speaking. I never did any of that speech and drama th- stuff. I just did. I don't know why we did the boards, but I did yeah. like. I would like to have an opportunity to. It would be I'd s- love to use one of those boards again. Imagine just doing a presentation at your office. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got one of those boards. And you've got one of those hypothesis, boards. Conclusion, conclusion, hypothesis, conclusion, bar- little bar graph in the middle, research. Yeah. Oh my god, I would love that. Maybe we should. Maybe we should try and put some of my walking on the bus, like holding <laughs> your big. Holding it up. <laughs> In the, uh, I had like a, um, I'm sure I had like a big wallet where you could put it all in. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah they, they, uh, do they still make them? Sure. Oh, I, God, I hope so. God, I hope kids well, now it's all on. Out. Now it would be an app. Now, now they don't even have a science fair because you can just flick through on the, on the yeah. iPad. Now it's just AI. Ones. AI yeah. is just doing it all. Yeah. And what's the point in even doing science fair when science, big science itself is cancelling a ripper? Our favourite things. Ribena. Ice baths. I actually got Cold gifted um, a, a free product. I would love to see it. Um, so a cold plunge. I did hear that the main benefit is that it teaches you to pan- to deal with panic better. Yeah. For me, it just kind of wakes me up a little bit. Do you love how I'm trying to get into my freezer right it's now? It's crazy, actually. Here we go. Okay. So this is from the freezer. I mean, you could do an honest review because I don't know if I owe anything to this company. Yeah. Okay. These are called Chalk Bites. They got sent to me from Goodness Kitchen. They tell you that there's like 77 calories per serve, which I'm never a big fan of. People being like, if you eat these little things, they'll make you skinny, like skinny almonds. But I actually fucking love them. So it's it's basically a pineapple lump Uh with real pineapple and like vegan um, chocolate on the outside. Tell me what you think of that. 
Yum. That's yum, Abe. That's awesome. That's awesome, Abe. Pineapple rocks. They have to live in the freezer because as soon as they're out, they fucking melt. So they they are a nightmare in that sense. So I kind of rolled my eyes when I got given them. Mm. Every time I've eaten them, I fucking love them. That's yum. That's yum, Abe. And it does feel like you're having a treat, but also it's healthy. Yeah, I guess so. Yum. So anyway, that's a little shout out. I will say, I wish they were twenty <laughs> percent less frozen. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You'd have like you would have less frozen pineapple, but you'd have melted chocolate. Mm. So that's where I feel like they've really tried to work that Get one that out balance, at yeah. the at the store mm-hmm. where they make them. And it's mm. been a hard day, but they're like, we've got a release, but they're not quite ready yet or something. But they are yum. That was awesome. And I did take four. Sorry. <laughs> that was also, no, I mean, we've got two packets of them. So, mm. anyway. What do you think of skinny dipped almonds? Well, we've kind of got into this before because isn't it so crazy that scorched almonds, like they emphasize the fact that the almonds are scorched. But, but not the chocolate. But it's not the chocolate. And yeah, it, we have actually fully broken this down. But I do feel like with the skinny dip almond, I, I do like them. And I, but I, I prefer a more waxy, thicker chocolate from the old Scorchy. I quite like the skinny dip one with the raspberry, but I will eat 50 in a sitting. As opposed to probably two scorched almonds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's a science experiment that I did. So I was getting inspired because my sister was... Um, like, I'd done the science competition before and I'd done your bloody, I don't know, testing stuff to see how much shit was in it. And then my sister was doing psychology at uni and um, not, like, learning to be a clinical psychologist but learning about, like, the studies where they get groups of people and, and make them do something fucking, you know, the Stanford Prison Experiment or whatever. <laughs> so I, that was what inspired me. And I did this science experiment where I got... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was trying to break down... Differences between the brains of the genders. <laughs> so bad. This is perfect. <laughs> I brought it in my Thomas the Tank Engine trains. How old were you? 11. Perfect. And I got um, people to come into this room and the trains were just in a mess. And then I got them to order the trains how they thought they should be ordered. And then I tried to come up with scientific conclusions about what that said. <laughs> Oh my god! So Your actual <laughs> obsession with Thomas the Tank Engine, like every time we talk, every time he pops up, another like layer emerges. Where I'm like, oh, it's a trivial thing he likes. Oh, it's like something he's sort of really passionate about. Oh, he'd want to watch a live action film about it. That's kind of crazy. Mm. Okay, it's actually been like a long standing like relationship. You and these tank engines. I was so into them. Yeah. And obviously very into them at like kind of four, five, six, which was when you're meant to be. But then I remember specifically one time for a creative writing exercise, you know, everyone was allowed to write a story about whatever. And I chose to do a a kind of essentially a fan fiction. Yeah. And I got told I was too old to be writing about the trains. And then, I mean, one of the reasons. How old old were you? I think I was eight. That fuck that. I know. But then I like had lots of the toys. And You're eight I- years old. You should be writing about grittier things. <laughs> the tatting of the dress. <laughs> the tat- Whatever it's called. <laughs> the t- tatter of the dress. <laughs> the, t- the tatter of the dress by Eli Matheson. Age eight. <laughs> Wedding night. <laughs> Wedding night. I'm nervous. I've never had sex with a man before. The garter tied around my thigh. <laughs> it's cutting off the circulation. <laughs> We've got to make a break for it. We've got to run out of this church. Everyone's grabbing my dress. <laughs> the teacher reads it. She's like, um, 
<laughs> go back to the trains. <laughs> go back to the trains, I reckon. <laughs> Please go back to the trains. But I, I, because I already owned so many of the trains, then I think <laughs> up until I was like 12, I kind of held on to them because I felt like I'd moved into like collector zone where I was trying to keep them nice. And now my nephews have like played with those trains because I did hold on to them for all the years. <sighs> That's beautiful stuff, actually. I yeah. just don't know. I mean, it, it's a really... What was what was your? I'm more interested actually in your scientific research. What was your conclusive evidence by the end of it? It's really hard to know what the conclusion was, but I remember <laughs> like being like, "Yeah, girls like the red ones, and boys like the blue ones." You know, just put it like, up, put it on a graph, put, put it on, on a graph, put on a bar graph. Conclusion. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I remember having to do science fair and just being like, oh, oh no. And even my mum was like, Oh, for fuck's sake, do we have to? Like, she was, mm. she could not be bothered. And she was like, I don't know, do this. And I was like, I don't know if it's a good idea. But she, like, pushed me into it, which was, which, <laughs> which actually isn't science and is actually just consumer research, <laughs> um, which is what style of orange juice do sits better with different age demographics in terms of pulp? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And was it, wait, was this just based on asking people? I just, yeah, got a couple of things and people would try different bits of orange juice. And yeah. then I'd be like, interesting. The older you are, the more you want pulp. Yeah, I would have thought that actually would be the case. Yeah. But that's that literally like, I should just send that information to Kerry's. Yeah. Whereas I like, I remember when I was doing that Subway ad, I met a guy who made like a laser, who made like a laser gun for his science project. That is it just pisses me off. <laughs> like, there's people out there doing, like... Proper, proper oh, no, And stuff. he designed... No, he designed and patented, like, a thing to help you put, like, poles into the ground to um, when you're making fences on farms. And he, like, painted it and, like, patented it and sold it. Oh, God, what a horrible word. Patented. Patented is. Patented. We've actually painted in that. It's horrible. There needs to be another word for that. Yeah. Are you looking forward to Chrissy? Uh, I don't even know what it's going to f- be like because we're not going down to Christchurch. We're just kind of like chilling out. Oh, you're going to be in Walkworth? We're going to be in Walkworth with Sam's parents. Do you always dress up? Well, normally, but this year it's a no-go. Unless we do something light because, yeah, a lot has moved and changed with what was going to happen with Christmas. So, like, right. it just has, there's no big planned event really happening. Because last year was the big, um, the last time you were there was the big bunt cake. No, no, no. That was 2019. Oh, so you've been there before then for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the last one we did was Under the Sea. Sam's mum dressed as Ursula. Oh, my God. It's actually perfect. Yeah, it is good. It's You should just make a dress up again. I know. Yeah, well, it's not my family. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, yes, I am. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Um, but I don't, think, I don't think I'm allowed to do Are you going to do a Christmas tree together. in your house? Yeah, we've got one. Do you? It sits in the in the, our little booth seat in the. It is annoying. Come out, isn't it? Fucking crazy that we're like, oh god, I, you know, because we've all 
us both are very fortunate to get ourselves on the property ladder, but we've got, you know, these tiny mm-hmm. little homes. And so storage becomes like a commodity. Like you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I've got suitcases. I've got my winter clothes. I've got like That's duvets. That's what I just what? recently have pu- pulled all my winter clothes together. And now I'm like, where do I put them? Because yeah. if I put them in the garage, they, they will go moldy. Yeah. And then yeah. you've got a huge fake tree. Yeah, that you use. Mine for. is not as big, nearly as big as yours. Really? Ours is like yay high. Like oh, that's tiny. Feet. Yeah, yeah, it's quite sweet. But is we it, do also have like he's um, for the listeners. Stuff. That's um, I said two feet. Oh yeah, I, what I really wouldn't know what a foot is. Mm. Well, half of what you've laid out. Yeah, it'd be about two feet. I guess ours is ours is like six foot. Oh yeah, that my height. That's Which so is a normal big. size tree. That is a normal size. Yeah, yeah. I'm not criticizing. Wow, sounds like you were. Yeah, we just wanted a cute little one. Uh, well, we wanted a big, expensive tree. <laughs> yeah, and it is cool. But it's so like it's almost as this. It's about the same size as this huge Akosa box <laughs> that's still here, <laughs> and you use it for twenty days of the year. But it is cool to see. It, it is cool to see it. <laughs> I think probably because it's the end of the year and we're sort of clawing our way to the end that we're like, I'm going to go all in. And I will go yeah. all in on Christmas. I'm going to set up an event with anyone else who's thinking about doing Christmas trees mm. um, where I everyone gets to show them off. Oh, I love that. And make a dessert. So you don't have oh, to do wow. dinner. You just make a dessert. Host people who are doing trees. You can talk you through everyone through your tree. And um, I think you're calling it Come Pine With Me. That's beautiful. Yeah. Does this wait? So th- is this kind of a, a pub crawl? Um, well, like, do you go like, from house oh, to house? On the nineteenth, we're going to so and so's. They're yeah, going to showcase their tree. tree. Yeah. And but we are because it's funny. I guess it's that point as well of getting older, where you know, getting by investing in the tree was a big moment for me because like dad had always like had the tree in the box. It was the same tree, and you know that this is going to be your tree. And this is our tree, yeah. and hopefully this box will be like rugged and fucked up. Everyone was like, "Get a tree box." You can like, but obviously in this horrible world we live in, you can buy like boxes specifically designed to store trees in. But I'm like, the box that came in is fine. It's fine, yeah. And my dad held on to his box for. Ever and yeah. I kind of liked it, like it's sort of nostalgic seeing the original box. Old box. And yours just yours dismantles, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, nice, like nice. the patriarchy. Yeah, um, it is dismantled. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and but I think I'm gonna go. We're gonna go for a new vibe this year. Different decorations. So I think with because this is a tricky thing. Is I feel like you want to use the same decorations every year because that's like the nostalgia of like oh this precious one when we were in and you built Florence. There's or, like a new one added every every year. Yeah, but the game in me is like every year a new theme, a new overhaul, a new look mm. for the tree. And so I think it's about finding a balance of. Keeping the original decorations that you have. I mean, this is, podcast is essentially like Rachel Ray now. Yeah. But, um, and but then also a new theme. <laughs> and that's what people come to it for. So theme themes, obviously you could do just like classic. We're trying to work it out. We don't Silver, know. red, baubles, tinsel. Because I'm not a big fan simple. of a tr- Like you've got to be careful with the tree because it wants to feel like it's like home vibes. Mm. Not domestic <laughs> vibes. Mm. <laughs> You don't, mm, <laughs> you don't want it to feel like it looks like it belongs in a department store. No. With yeah, a big yeah, thick yeah, yeah. ribbon running around the side Yes, of it. I remember like the rich kids at our school that we would always have like our formal after function. They had this like, honestly, 15, 20 foot tree in there, like the entrance way to their huge house. Fuck, and it yeah. did look like, it was fucking awesome, but it was also like, it looks like we're at um, Valentine's. Yeah. 
I really I've seen like a Christmas photo emerge already on like a friend on a, on Facebook the app Facebook, um, the website Facebook, <laughs> yeah. um, and the backdrop was like a beautiful Christmas photo and like it was like all like I mean I the question backdrop. that it was like winter wonderland which I can't stand because obviously it's summer here yeah um, but, but I actually can't stand Santa and and Jandals either no I can't I stand can't that either stand that. maybe <laughs> go on. like well it's it's not autumn or spring anywhere, but maybe just go for autumn Christmas. That is actually insane. <laughs> what? <laughs> well. Is it autumn Christmas anywhere in the world? No, no, because I think. You're either hot or cold. Yeah. We all, like, our spring is the. I think I could do a bloody autumn. good job, actually, of doing a Christmas. I would love that job of, like, Designing the Christmas. Like this one and Goey's windows. Uh huh. Mm. But I would like to do the Christmas display for Santa, where oh, you get your photos where, where taken you get as a mall, as a previous mall Santa. Yeah. I think I would go like fake Pudakawa, like by the mm. beach, but Santa in full regalia. Yeah, of course. Boots, no He's jandals, not in board shorts. He's not. In, when I see a little <laughs> illustration of Santa. You know, Santa, Santa with a Santa the Barbie. bear with a Barbie. I'm just with sunburnt shoulders and a singlet on. Yeah, I'm like he's working no his fucking way. ass off. How he dare you? Not chilling out. This is not his holiday time. Are you going to get a gift? Do you expect a gift on Christmas? Uh, I, I have no expectations for gifts. As in, as in, are you talking about me giving a gift or receiving a gift? Receiving. There will be get like. My family would do Secret Santa. Sam's family would do Secret Santa. So we will definitely like give and receive two gifts. And to you and Sam, do you give and receive gifts <laughs> on Christmas? Um, <laughs> and by that I mean, do you fuck you Sam fuck. on Christmas Day? <laughs> and do you give and then do you receive? <laughs> um, no, no, we definitely don't fuck on Christmas Day. Oh, it feels weird. It is weird. Do you just have too much food? And like, when's when are you gonna do it? The family's, family's around, around the whole time. I think it's the most sexless time of the year. Uh, I can't... Re- I'm trying to remember. We certainly <laughs> do get each other presents for birthdays on Christmas. Like last year, we bought ourselves yeah. a PlayStation. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, we just buy something that we want. Yeah, I think it's a good idea as an adult to buy, if you're in a relationship, to buy the couple mm. an insane gift from like... The vibe of like This is from a cool parent Yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god Like a toy Like a bike <laughs> Yeah I think everyone should At least have a toy on Christmas Like I never, I never want something That I should need Really? You want a toy? Yeah I want something fun I I want am, a Nerf gun Immediately If I open if I, It's Christmas day And I open a package And it's got a Nerf gun in it Immediately my mind is thinking Where am I throwing Where this? am I putting this? Yeah How soon can I get rid of this? I'm like that with a mug Yeah How can I ongirth this? You don't ever want to receive it. What's it? What if it's quite a nice mug? I've got so many mugs. Mm. Like I don't need another. I'm just like, okay, where's that going? Wow. When am I using that? Because I've kind of, I've got a lot of mugs, and I sort of opt for the usually one or the other. Same. I'm like, there's but there's eight two options. that I use. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. eight on on go, and then two that get sort of played around with. But I still would be excited to receive a mug that maybe trumped some of the other mugs. So there's like, there's actually one, sh- <laughs> and we were still our mugs, there's like three shelves, and there's one shelf that I actually can't reach, so I just... You need a little stepping stool, like I, yeah. he'll be embarrassed for me to admit this, but we bought Michael a stepping stool for some of the drawers, and sometimes he'll just get up on it and give me a hug. <laughs> oh my 
thought. Because I never get to that feel little so, like Bumbelina. That's so sweet. <laughs> that's really nice. It's really we nice. do have a stepping ladder, but it, but even then, when I I it feels unstable to me. And yeah, but Sam has sometimes put like my favorite mug in that top shelf. And that I, seems and like personal. For, yeah, and I don't think he knew it was my favorite mug. Maybe you know, it was like an unspoken. <sighs> I thought maybe he would have seen me drink from it every day, and then no, not to put that on the top shelf where I can't reach it. It is so crazy that we have this relationship to like objects, or like mm. I used to think about this all the time in the flat, where because like not only would you have like be drawn to use a certain spatula or whatever, but other people as well. And the flat would also do the same thing. Yeah. And then I started being like, it's almost like they're movie stars. And I started thinking... The spatulas or the flatmates? The spatulas. Like, I started thinking of my utensils as celebrities. Like, like, they're under contract to your studio. (laughs) I'd just be like, you know, there's like A-listers. Yeah. I'd be like, there was like a, a spatula with like a blue head on it. And it was like the star of the... Of like of the cutlery drawer, mm. and then this new girl came on the scene like a fish slice. It wasn't used for the same things, but she suddenly became the most talked about utensil in the drawer. Yeah, and I started feeling a bit bad for the spatula because I felt like she was sort of being um, cast aside. Oh wow! It was once you know a huge star and is now a Grizabella. Yeah, I feel like a huge um, hierarchy shift happened in our knives because. <laughs> Last yeah. year at the Snort Christmas party, we always do a Snatchy Santa. Yeah. And I ended up with a knife set from Julie Zoo. Thank you so much. I love it. But then, yeah, it was interesting, the shift there, because it was probably like one knife that I would use for almost everything, to be honest. And, what's and, now, and now it's like the fourth choice. Don't you feel bad for the knife? I do. You should get it sharpened. And it would be like a reboot, you know, when they're like, oh my God, look who's back on the scene. Yeah, look, look guess who's back in the house. Um, <laughs> Making a comeback. Yeah. What I will say about knife sets is that there are knives up on our wall that I don't know what to use them for. Oh, really? I will use them to kind of open. There's some that I'm like, I don't know what that shape is for. Maybe it's for fish, but I'll just use it to kind of open a sauce pack. I will say the whole knife set thing mm. is like overcomplicated in a way that I think... Is Probably three, right? They're trying to make you buy more knives. They're like, you should buy a knife block. And then suddenly mm. you're like, look at all these empty slots. I clearly don't have enough knives, knives in my life. And so you buy a, like a middle size. Like, because I get the big butcher's knife, you know. Yeah. Oh, I'm hacking through a pumpkin. Yeah. A, a bog standard chef's knife. That's every day, everything. Bread knife. Of course. Of course. Although I've heard controversially, even though I love a bread knife, you don't need it. What? Don't need it. As long as you've got a sharp knife, it'll get through that bread. But it won't. I love... I love the pull. I through. love the pull. And yeah. just the noise it makes. It's heaven. Yeah. So actually those people can shut the fuck up. So a big a big knife for pumpkin. Uh-huh. <laughs> a knife for everything. Pumpkin. Everything. everything. <laughs> pumpkin knife. Everything knife. Bread knife. Bread knife. Little knife. And then, but you don't even need the little knife. What about? What are you using a little knife for? Cheese. You, and you wouldn't just use your everything knife for that? That's too big. That is too big. But it's big. the same. It's a blade's a blade. If you come round to my house and I'm like, here's some cheese and crackers. <laughs> oh, And there's a no, giant yeah, knife yeah, beside yeah, it. Of course. Were you thinking of cutting up a block of cheese? But you wouldn't okay. put your cheese knife in the cheese, in the knife block. We, our... Now we've got a magnetized With a tiny thing, little and there's a hooks on the end. And actually, sorry, Julie, I hate this, but our 
there's a cheese knife and the knife set. You have to like slide it in to get it into the slot or something? No. No, it's worse than you could even imagine. (laughs) In the middle part of the blade of the knife, the word cheese is cut out. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I really, every time I see it, I think. (laughs) Oh god, I need to I need to repair that. Fix it. So there you go. You don't need a fucking um you don't need eight ni- sharp knives in your house. I don't even think we All you y- people going crazy over the smeg knives. I talked to someone the other day about that. Remember that new will promotion with the mm. collect enough stickers, get your smeg knife and how absolutely insane everyone went trying yeah. to get uh, But now you, I love when you go around and like everyone's got a bloody smeg knife, don't they? They do. Smeg, I mean smeg do beautiful stuff. They do beautiful things. It's a little bit like 1960s. Yeah. Didn't they get in trouble in New World recently because they didn't actually have the plates or whatever that they were meant to give out? Oh, really? Do you know how, do you know what? On this subject, we've been trying to buy a frying pan with a lid. I mean, literally, we've been trying. I mean, we have one look at farmers. But um, <laughs> it is so hard to find a frying pan with a lid. Do you think? Yeah. Unless, well, and uh, and I don't want to spend over 200 bucks. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't really want to spend over 150 but I want... I don't want to spend that much money. You should spend money on it, yeah. on a good pan. Okay. You've got a cool. full-time job Yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Get a proper pan. I yeah. spent $300 on my fry pan. <laughs> and I didn't have the money to do it. cast iron one? I've got a cast iron. We've got a cast iron. And we've but got... Like, I've got this. It's like, we are Rachel, right? This is a this full is, lifestyle It's unbelievable. Podcast. I fucking hate how much I care about this. Um, <laughs> it's a mixture of... Like like a stainless steel pan and glass. On the bottom? On the top of it. On the top of it, yeah. It's yeah. a fucking heavy pan, but it's awesome. I went mm. into Millie's. I think I've probably talked about this before. Me and the lady at Millie's, which is like that... It's like the kitchen appliance store in Auckland. It's been around forever. The ladies who work there, oh, they have their fucking eye on the game. Like They are the best in the game. I've never been. Where I just that? love dealing with anyone over the age of... 30 who works in retail because they just know their fucking shit and they care about it and they're so good at their job and she was like I went in and I was like can you talk me through non-stick fry pans and she was like how long you got and I was like as long as you need and she's like all right let's go and then she walked me through the whole store and then I ended up buying a $300 plus fry pan so it was worthwhile for her to spend that much time with you I guess so she got it she got a big sale yeah, I would say the most comparable thing I had to that is when we bought out Record Player last year. And was oh. We just like, there was kind of like a guy in his 40s or 50s and we're like, which one's the best? And he Here's gave you a straight up, yeah. yeah. You just want to buy the best thing in that instance. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, really lovely to see you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got to have I'm a just thinking about the- people listening to this, walking around the streets, just being like lost and dizzy and confused at like all this fucking homeware that we've thrown at them. But that's life. We live we live sad, pathetic little lives and sometimes all we care about is just like what we're making our scrambled eggs with. Yeah, sometimes the greatest pleasure you can have is to buy a nice pan from the lady at Millie's. Millie's. Mm. I would totally recommend yeah. it. Okay. Queen of the week. Queen of the week. Really good question. Mm. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Um, I don't know. I've been listening to the album by Chapel Roan a lot recently. Have you heard this? No. Album? You always got your finger on the pulse. She's really good. I mean, if you're into kind of like Carly Rae Jepsen or like anyone uh, like that who's kind of like making pop music but not actually that popular but is making good songs. She has a great song called Casual and I was thinking about this when you were talking about Christmas because the song is about... She's with this guy and he keeps telling his friends that it's just casual, but um, she's just descri- like describing all the ways that it's not a casual relationship. The chorus goes, 
it's like knee deep in the passenger seat and you're eating me out. Is it casual now? Like she's talking about all the extreme parts of their relationship. Jeez Louise. Why I think it's so good about the writing. Warning, please. I'm sorry. It's We're talking about on. pans and knives and suddenly well, knee just, deep. Knee, I don't know where the knee is actually so he, in that. Wait, he's or he's, she. Are his knees are in the, the bit where your feet go, I guess. And he's eating and her he's out eating and her she's out. driving? No, I don't think she's. I don't. I think they're. I think they're parked up. And she's in the driving seat. She's in. The, she's in the passenger seat. Someone's leaning over something to get to somewhere. Yeah, I think his knees. I think he's in the driver's seat, and he's got his knees where her feet are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I actually would love to see a drawing. Of course, please submit. But anyway, what I like about the song is that it's really um, juxtaposing constantly, like, visceral descriptions of, like, intimate sexy encounters and then, like, family stuff, like him being invited to, like, her, her being invited to, like, his uh, his mum's birthday and stuff. Okay. And, like, I just thought it was a very good description of, like, <laughs> what a relationship can feel like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she's the queen of the week. Never heard of her. Never heard <laughs> never the song. Heard never will listen to that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna send it to you, and then, and then you can listen to it when I'm out of the room because it's pretty rude. I love that we um do just drop a casual hour podcast every time. Yeah, we used to do like 30, <laughs> 35 minutes, and we were stretching. Yeah, and now we're like we're, something's changed. Something's clicked. With, something has something's... changed within me. Something I can't explain. What? Okay. What I will live on this. Um, she's the queen of the week. Go off. What's her name again? <laughs> Cheryl Road. Um, <laughs> Chapel Road is that I it's amazing that you listen to a song and catch the story. Mm. I am literally like, I wanna know what they want to do. Like it's all I hear. <laughs> so why you got to play your say away on like just sounds. You, you don't hear the lyrics at all. I'm never like, God, that is what a relationship. I'm just like, God, you're mm. so you're so you're my one of my smartest friends. Oh, don't say that. Do you get to enjoy the music or are you like focusing really hard on what they're saying? I I I th- I think I'm not t- too far from you because I think when I do first listen to it, I am like, yeah. But I would like, say, wait, wait, wait. On the Knee fiddle- deep in the passenger seat. <laughs> wait, wait. Where are his knees? <laughs> <laughs> Screaming at my phone. Where well, if are you know the knees? answer, please feel free to reply to us what they mean by that lyric. Mm. Um, again, the artist's name is Chapel Roan. She's our queen of the week. <laughs> Chris doesn't know who she is. I don't know who she is. I can't wait to unbox this bed. I'm I really do not have a base for it or any bedding, but it's going to be thrilling. Are you going to sleep on it tonight? No. Cool. It's funny to own something new and not just rip into it, eh? Are you going to... Uh, so, res- wait. No. Are you gonna- oh, good, to, good to end on the Yakoza, actually. Okay. Are you going to get the base before you sleep on it? I'm not going to sleep on a mattress on the floor. But are you going to unfurl the mattress today? I do think they need time to air. That's what I've been told. Mm. Okay, so here's what I'm sitting at. I think it's going to be... We don't have a duvet in her. We don't have any bedding. Mm. We don't have a base. But we've got the mattress. Yeah. And I think it's staying in that box for a bit. Okay. I'm thinking about buying a base from another e-commerce store because I liked the look of it. Mm. Not that, oh, yeah, don't get the... Ecosa base. <laughs> And look, are you in a Coza's pocket? Well, no, but I will take if they do want to. If they send do want another send bed. me another bed or like help me fix it. But the base is very noisy. Is that? Yeah, like I a, like I've been getting the advertising for the Winkle um, mm. base, 
And I was like, I like the look of that. And they all, that could arrive within 10 to 12 hours, they said. Okay, that's great news. So that's thought, great news. So that, there's the base done. Where's this bear going? Into the next room. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is currently filled with boxes. Mm. <laughs> and then you bet I'm hitting up as much as everyone's like, these are terrible, terrible sales. I'm going to be hitting Friday. up the Black Friday sales. Because yeah. I'm like, you bet I'm picking up a duvet inner at a good price. Hell yeah. This Friday. I'm excited for you. Thank you. It's a big time. Sleeping in new bedding, you are going to feel like a prince this weekend. <sighs> I don't think it's going to be this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got to, I've got to, to tw- open it. 10 to 12 hours that base, one trip to get, you know, in the... Yeah. So don't count your chickens... Before they sleep. I think that... Or do count your chickens because mm. you might be able to hatch the eggs. God, it's all go, eh? All go. And it's I'm finally going to upgrade from a queen to a king. I can't believe you, a man of your stature, has yeah. been a queen for so long. I like the queen. It kept me humble. Mm. But fucking, I'm ready. Yeah. You oh, deserve I it. just can win to be king. And that's, that's the male case. That's it. <laughs> I refuse to join in. I'm sorry, mom. It's not a face. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 